This is some BS. Hello, hello. It's another episode of This is Some BS. So I'm switching it up this week. And instead of it being just me, I have a special guest. Is he a special guest? How did he be? Just kidding. Introducing my baby daddy. <laughs> baby mama, baby mama. What's up, man? How are you feeling today? I am doing great. How are you? No, I, that was a serious question. I'm doing great is not a, not a real answer. It is a real answer. No, I'm asking genuinely. I just gave Not you a fake. genuine answer. Okay, well, anyways, it's currently Sunday evening. It's been a very long day. It's been long to you? It feels like, it feels very long, but at the same time, it feels like it flew by. I feel like we were just up getting ready for church, and now it's 6 p.m. Well, I mean, we did go to church at 11.30, so... When we went to the other church, what time would we go? 10. We would go to a ten, at your church at 10 o'clock? I swear we would get up at that. ASS crack of dawn to go to church. Nah, it was 10 o'clock when we got there. Service started at 10. Maybe, yeah, we might have got there sometime at like 10.30. But we was up early. Man, that was also years ago now. Doesn't that sound crazy? It does. Okay, so background. We would go to church consistently. All, all while we were dating, all while we were engaged, first couple years of our marriage, then COVID happened, and we have not been to church since probably since beginning COVID of happened. 2020, maybe even 2019, but I'm going to say beginning of 2020. I'm going to say 2020. Please. And we have not stepped foot in a church since. since, unless it was a funeral, Oh yeah. until last week. Last week, we finally went to church, found a good church, good and too. we're actually pretty excited about it. Last weekend, when we went, and we hadn't been in, in years. Same feeling. You had the same feeling today? Yeah. That's good. I guess to describe the feeling, I had this overwhelming like, sigh of relief. Like, I shed 50 pounds in worship. Actually, no, it wasn't in worship. It was when the pastor came on and started, like, when he first, oh, when he yeah. spoke his first couple words. It's just an overwhelming feeling came over me that I shed 50 pounds and I was like, didn't know that I needed, you didn't I didn't know I needed need that of. until I got it and it felt really good. You didn't know you was in need of shedding it off you? Yeah. Whatever I that guess was. so. I it felt good. Maybe I want to cry, but I didn't. Good. Maybe you should. You think I should cry? Yeah. Why? It releases the endorphins and toxins that you have in your body. I don't have any toxins. I'm perfect. <laughs> just kidding just kidding all right it wasn't that funny shut the hell up <laughs> i hope so, y'all enjoyed that laugh <laughs> shut the hell up. moving on so background if you don't know us personally not to get too into detail but my husband and I have known each other for about 11 years. We met when we were in high school. We were uh, seniors. 
We were seniors. Going into senior we, well, year. it was summer. It was summer going into senior year. Um, and we knew each other for five years before we started dating or whatever you want to call it. Or even talking. Yeah. We were like strictly friends. Like only ever, maybe not even, would you even consider us friends in those first, what, like four years? Four or five years? Only when we seen each other. But is that really friends? That's what I'm saying. Or was that just like an acquaintance? A really good acquaintance. Well, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. We only hung out in groups and whatever. But anyways, we have been together, dating, married, engaged, all that, for a total of seven years. Going on seven years. Jesus. Isn't that crazy? Isn't it seven years? It will be seven years. God. Where is time going? I know. Oh, my God. Sometimes it feels like it's going fast, but then other times I'm like, damn, it feels like 100 years already. Facts. Imagine when it is that long, though. You're going to be with me that long? Yeah. Where the hell am I going? So one of the things that I wanted us to talk about is the difference in how we grew up in our backgrounds. So I talked a little bit last time about my background, just where I come from, who I come from. So you want to talk a little bit about where you come from and who you come from? Go ahead, sir. So I'm from Dallas, so cliff, born and raised, um, living in what you could say a two-parent household. But I mean, my parents were on and off. So it was a two-parent household. Sometimes I should say, um, for a couple months, yeah, and a lot of months, no. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I guess that's a good way to explain it. Yeah. So when you say that sometimes it was a two parent and sometimes it wasn't, when it wasn't, what was it? Most of the time, I was either with, yeah, for sure, either with my mom or my grandparents. So I would say. And in short, to compare the two, I grew up in a household with both my parents pretty consistently with the exception of a time period where my dad lived somewhere else because of work. And you grew up well, kind of off and on. Yeah. Off and on, two parent, one maybe one parent, but consistently your grandparents. Is that a good way to say it? Pretty much sunbed up pretty good. Okay, so clearly <laughs> I had stability with who I was raised by, and his was kind of rocky. I mean, my grandparents gave me some good stability, yes. for real. But yes. Yeah. So you always consistently had your grandparents? Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, I got a lot from my parents, too, but it was more so from my grandparents. Okay, so to go back to where you come from, Oak Cliff. Can you speak a little on what that was like? Because people hear Oak Cliff and they're like, oh, damn, he from the hood. I mean, yeah, it was the hood, but it's just who you surround yourself with and how you go about things, you know, like, yeah, it's rough. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's no no worse than any other. So you chose wisely with who you put yeah, yourself around. Yeah, and a lot of times, like, I always was the one that they would be like, nah, you can't hang with us. Why? Because I was an athlete. 
Oh, so oh, since okay. you, you know, since you're doing something productive, they want you to get away from them. Okay, gotcha. like yeah, you can be cool. Yeah, we cool with you. Yeah, whatever. You know what I mean? Like we'll hang out with you when nothing is going on. But when stuff gets to going down, hey, you got to move around. Mm-hmm. And in your hood specifically, <laughs> what kind of things were going down? <laughs> some everything, man. Some people, I'm. You gotta elaborate because some people have never been exposed to that. Some people have no idea. Some people just hear about it and don't know about it. Some everything. I mean, of course, fighting, shooting. Some people getting robbed. You know, drugs. Yeah, a lot crack of drugs. Hey, man, the crackhead's cool. Go take your car to the hood and tell them you need an alternator. They're gonna fix it for five dollars oh, and a beer. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> no, a quarter. A mother epic quarter. It's inflation, baby. You got to get right. You got to get with the times. They know it's inflation right now. Five they, oh, they went up? Yeah. Yeah. A little bit of everything, man. You might might get jacked. You never know. Go in the wrong corner. Okay, so his mom still lives over there. His grandparents' house is still over there. We still go over there. Oh, maybe not pretty often, but often. Not as often as we used to. But when we were going over there often, I got to see a lot of it. <laughs> and I've never felt uncomfortable there. Never? Even when the man was shooting in the street when I pulled up. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't uncomfortable. I think um, I think because it's it's Dallas, something about Dallas makes me comfortable, like regardless of home. the situation. But in Fort Worth, Fort Worth hood, no thank you. It's un uncharted waters. But it, yes, so in my mind, it's very different. Yeah, you won't catch me late at night out in Fort Worth. No, but in Dallas, I don't care. Back to like the differences. What were dreams like for you as a child? Like as far as where you saw yourself as an adult and things like that. Not nighttime dreams. <laughs> Damn. Your, your goals. <laughs> so. I had two things that I thought about, like, as a kid. And, of course, one is like everybody else's. If you're good at a sport, hey, that's what you're going to do. Mm -hmm. You know, so I play football, whatever. I want to go to the league. Cool. And then if that don't work, I'll be a lawyer. Right. So. You thought about being a lawyer? I really did. So. never knew that. So the only reason why I, like, dropped the whole lawyer thing is because I had a teacher. I think it was in, like third maybe fourth grade she told me i wasn't gonna be able to do it like she put down every kid in that class that i was with so like they kind of you know put a little stop to that dream but that happened to me also but that was it was in high school i went to my counselor like who the hell goes to counselors that wasn't a normal thing that i heard about like when i was in school you ain't never go see your counselor no i knew my but i i'm made the time and went out of my way to go see my counselor for the very first time to talk about college. And I remember I went and I told her that I I was thinking about social work and she was like, you don't want to do that. They don't make a lot of money. So I was like, okay. And it shut me down, but not because, oh, they don't make a lot of money. So maybe I don't want to do that. It was more so like, you just shut shut down down my, all my thoughts about actually like helping people. Yeah. And you made me feel small, so now I don't want to do it. Yeah, that's how and I that, felt. And that was actually, like, the second – there's two times I can remember in high school where someone made me feel like that. And one of them was my boyfriend at the time. Mm-hmm. They were starting 
a step team. And I thought about it. I thought about it. I did cheerleading and I did gymnastics and I know I was capable of doing that. So obviously it's not like I don't have no rhythm. Not like it's it wouldn't be anything that was like new or, or crazy or, for me. Yeah. So I was like, oh that'll be fun. And then some people that I knew were also wanted to do it. So I was like, okay, cool, maybe I'll do it. And then I remember getting the information about like tryouts and everything. And then when I asked my boyfriend, like, hey, what do you think about this? He literally like laughed at me. And I don't think he meant it how I took it. Yeah. But it that didn't matter to me. You laughed in my face when I told you my ideas. Yeah. So I didn't want to do it. And I never. You didn't end up doing it. Nope. See, man, all you uh, raggly mofos, you know what I'm saying? They be telling people what they can and can't do or shutting their dreams down. Man, y'all got to chill. Stop that shit. Y'all got to chill. Because that will really change somebody's life for real. So. Yeah. Especially you ho-ass teachers. Y'all supposed to be instilling in these kids and y'all ain't. <laughs> teachers are the worst when it comes. Well, no, because you said you were in elementary. Yeah, I was in elementary also, school. But also. Okay, let's let's get down to it. Where okay, where do you think that your lack of consistency in a home and your upbringing, like your surroundings, I should say, you being in the hood and all that, where do you think that affected you growing up? I don't think it really just affected me like it affected everybody else because I had structure, you know what I mean? Like it wasn't like they wouldn't own me about the stuff that I was doing or, you know. It wasn't it wasn't that type of thing in my household to where it was like, oh nobody cared. Yeah. They like did. nobody cared. You out after the street lights come on, like, nah. Mm-mm. Like they seen all of these other kids doing it and they made like a point to say, Hey, you're not gonna be like them. Street lights coming on, you gotta be in the house. If your homework ain't done, you can't go do whatever. Like so I mean, I always had structure and you know, all that. And then a lot of kids too, like at that time, a lot of these kids, they were like latchkey kids. Like if you don't know what that that mean, it's pretty much like you go and come as you please because nobody's ever home. Oh, So with them, like when nobody ever being at anybody else's house like that, a lot of them, they didn't go to church. They, some of them didn't go to school. You know what I mean? Like they were just doing really what they wanted to do. And in my case, like that wasn't it. Like they sacrificed so much just to make sure, all right, you going to school, you getting your work done, we're gonna keep you close close to God. And you know So you grew actually, up in church. Yeah. Faithfully. Every Sunday. And some? Yeah, and then some. I kind of had that too. I can always remember going to church as a kid, but we were Catholic. It was very different. <laughs> You're not learning about Jesus and the Bible. Like, yes, you do. You do. Let me not say that because in Sunday school and everything, we learned about the Bible, but I can tell you anything. God, you wasn't just paying attention. I don't know if I wasn't paying attention or what, but. You you probably was zoned out the whole time. I don't know. I just remember it being like arts and crafts, (laughs) but Catholic is very different from like the church that you grew up in because it's the same thing every Sunday. And for you, what was it like? It was always different. The only the only thing that was the same was like our praise and worship. If like in children's church, mm-hmm. that was the it is hilarious now because y'all had praise and worship as as kids in the children's church. Yeah, oh, that's cool. 
like it's our children's church was lit <laughs> for real. But like if they could tell that we wasn't into it, they would make us sing the same song over and over oh my and God. over until they felt like we were grateful enough. <laughs> <laughs> like y'all wasn't into it all right we'll keep singing oh the song's over start over oh my goodness keep going like so that was like a way of i guess they kind of just taught us to like really tap in and and not take it lightly because mm. you know no that's good yeah a lot of a lot of times like we'll take it lightly as oh well i'm alive it's another day not knowing that you could die any minute so they just taught us to be like a lot more grateful and like to really tap in and, and, you know, get what God got for you for real and really like say thank you for everything. So, yeah. That's good. Yeah. I like that. But back to, back to the, yeah. I don't want people to think that you grew up perfect. Oh no, I wasn't perfect. Because I don't want people to think that, how you're saying your life was to think that none of it affected you because it did. I mean, yeah, in certain aspects it did. And I think like a big in certain, one in certain ways that I think, yeah. Okay. So what ways do you think? I'm going to say you were an angry child. You probably right. You got kicked. He got kicked out of schools. He would always get in I trouble guess. by his teachers always having his parents called like he was an angry child always fighting so you can't skip over that okay so let's let's clear this up because i'm gonna tell you i wouldn't i just wasn't gonna take no shit it just wasn't how i was raised it didn't matter regardless of what the circumstances was or who the person was it's respecting so if you come off and you disrespected me right offhand as soon as i get to a school I just walk in your room and you just flat out just on one hollering and all this other stuff. Hey, I don't know what your problem is today, but hey, don't talk to me like that. If they get me sent to the office, it is what it is. You was on one, not me. I just expressed to myself by saying you cannot talk to me that way. But this also, this shows how different we grew up because if that were me, if a teacher is talking to me crazy, oh, I'm a cry. <laughs> and I'm gonna go home <laughs> and be upset. I, I would lie. never, ever, ever, ever think about raising my voice or getting crazy with an adult as a child. I didn't raise my because, voice. Because no, getting crazy. Period. I get it. No matter, even if it's like sarcasm. Hell no! My dad would slap the shit out of me. I mean, I did get slapped. I but got my ass whooped a lot of times for standing up for myself. But it didn't affect you. How it affected me is what I'm saying. Yeah, that's totally different because, I mean, growing up in the hood, you got to fight for whatever you want. So <laughs> literally, like, uh, I don't, you got to, you know what I mean? It makes me laugh when you say that just because, like, it's like a cliche. But it's Growing true. up in the hood. But I I wonder if people are sit, are listening to this thinking, like, is he really in the hood? Like, yes, his house is pink. Get the <laughs> hell out of here. <laughs> But, the house he grew up in is literally pink. When we say the yeah. hood, we literally talk about the hood. Like, for real hood. Like, I might not act like it because, I I mean, I got taught some manners. You know what I mean? I got taught A proper English and all that. But, I mean, I still grew up in the hood fighting on, on the regular. I used to get suspended from all the way up until probably, like, almost high school. 
I was probably getting suspended like twice a week. So half the week I wasn't there. If I started the week, <laughs> no, seriously, if I started the week by Wednesday or Thursday, I won't be there. I won't be there for the rest of the week. And expelled? Expelled. I got expelled, I think, from like three schools. A DeAndre. It was for a reason. It was reasoning. Say. No, seriously. They would pick on me. So if I'm standing up for myself and I'm getting picked on, am I wrong? Am I wrong for acting no, out? No, you're not wrong. It's just I'm trying to prove my point of your childhood, who you come from and where you came from did have an impact, even if it, it was in the way that you respond to things. So you're right on that. And that's why I got a lot of whoopings from my grandpa. He for sure did get on me a lot. But I always say talk is cheap. Meaning? Not not every word is worth fighting for. Exactly. Like every action doesn't need a reaction. Yes. Agreed. So, yeah. That's why I say I got a lot of stuff instilled in me. A lot lot of wisdom. But, you know. Yes. Also, oh, this is another big thing we forgot to mention. So I grew up with teen parents, as y'all know. My parents have been young for most of my life. (laughs) His parents are older. How old were your parents when they had you? Uh, that I'm not sure. I can just pull up my ancestry app real quick. Yeah. Like late 20s, early 30s. Yeah. That's a big difference from 16. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm in, let's see. My parents are barely getting to your parents' age by the time I'm in high school. Yeah. Roughly. Yeah. Yeah. By the time I'm in high school. So I think that, that also plays a big part because they already have so much wisdom and have already seen so much. Yeah, and granted, my true. parents did too by the time that they had kids, but it was very, it was very, very different. Yeah, very different because I mean, they were still young. They hadn't went through all of the stuff. Yeah, and not, but know, not only that. that, life that, you at that so. Not only that, but like your parents had both of their parents, both of them. Oh, yeah. Your mom and dad. True. Your mom yeah. had her mom and dad. And my dad, your dad did had too. his mom. My parents did not. My parents only had One their moms. Now. Yeah. Yeah. So that, I think I that. Guess, yeah. You see how far back uh, parenting affects your child? How Or how far back your childhood affects your children's childhood and who they end up being? Yeah, that is true. Fast forward, how do you think that how we grew up affects our parenting style now? Or how do you think it will affect? Because, you know, she is only one. I know for sure with me and how I parent, like, I want to have that happy medium to where it's, I want to understand why you did whatever you did if I'm getting on you for something. Mm-hmm. At the point where, like, when she's talking and she knows what she's doing, you know, right from wrong, I, I'm not going to just flat out come in and I'm whooping your ass. And like, nah, we're going to talk about this. And then determine from there if you need your ass whooped or not. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it'll be, you know, it'll be some, a little process to, you know, but it ain't going to just be, oh, that whatever you did pissed me off, so I'm going to whoop your ass. Right. Nah. Because a lot of times... Them whoopings, you're going to get them. 
But are they going to learn from them? No. they just going to figure out a way to get more sneaky and do whatever they want to do. So your best bet is just true. to... If your best bet is just to talk to them, get in their head, see why they did what they did, and you know, and then go from there. Like if it's a whoopable offense, then hey, <laughs> by all means, tap that ass. You know, <laughs> cool. It's cool because obviously, our generation we got we grew up on whoopings. Oh my god, yeah. And obviously, we we turned out fine. Did we though? Are we okay? I am. I don't know about you. <laughs> No, I didn't get a lot of <laughs> I didn't get a lot of whoopings like that. Like every now and then I did. Oh man. But not I was getting a whooping every week. See. <laughs> I don't I don't know what my parents think, but in my eyes, I was the good child, the well behaved child. And I mean like before. Not even like as a teen. I mean literally as a child. Yeah. I mean I would I would say the same thing, but I mean, everybody that knows me said I was bad, so I guess I was bad. The stories I hear from other people, you were bad. But you only get one side of the story. Okay. Mm, see? See? You got to get both sides of the story, or the third side of the story, as they say. You know, they always say it's three sides, but to my stories, it's, it's two, because I always tell the truth. So going back to like your dreams as a child, you said you wanted to follow sports and then possibly be a lawyer. Yeah. So how you grew up never affected your ability to dream. Nah, because like, even though we grew up in that rough area, all of the old heads and the OGs would always tell us like, if that's what you want to do, just do that shit. Like they so y'all never would still have those conversations. Yeah. Like they ain't never shoot you down. You know what I mean? Like they ain't never tear you down. But they would always tell us, like, don't do what I'm doing. Like, yeah, we're gonna see you sitting out here, you know, smoking blunts and getting loaded. You were smoking blunts? No. <laughs> Be quiet. I'm just kidding. I'm you just kidding. To, you trying to get me caught up here. <laughs> I ain't smoke no blunts with them anyway. <laughs> I got stuff caught up there. I edited it out. But... You ain't editing this. <laughs> but nah, like, you know, all the stuff that they were exposing you to, they'd always tell us, like, the good and the bad about it. Yeah. So they wouldn't lie to us, you know. they tell us the truth, but they'd always, like, make it a point to tell us, like, do better than we doing. So in summary... Growing up in the hood was not that bad. Growing up in a kind of unstable home was not that bad. That's what you're saying. Um, being the one living through it, nah, I don't think it's that bad. Like, no, it's not normal, but I didn't see it as that bad growing up. Okay, I feel so- like, and then on top of that, like, you know, when you're growing up like that, like you think that it's normal. Well, like, yeah. it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, cause you're not really exposed to. Every other neighborhood and whatever else, you know? Yeah. So you thinking like, hey, you know, maybe this is normal. You know, I ain't, we ain't know. So. But would you allow your child to be raised there? And, uh, yes and no. No, because of a lot of the outcomes that's going on or that has been proven. Like, no. Mm-hmm. Would I want her to go to school there? No. Would I want her to be able to go over there and hang out and whatever else and get 
the lessons that I got from it. Yeah, sure. Because I feel like that it makes you a, a better person. So regardless of the circumstances, you still have a positive outlook on all of it, even the rough parts. Oh, yeah. That you're not talking about today. Yeah. What's the rough part that you, you're speaking of? The rough part being your your parents. I mean, yeah, shit, it was rough growing up with my parents because, I mean, they were still trying to figure shit out. Like, as adults, they were trying to figure it out. They didn't know what the hell they was doing. And and as a couple? Oh, yeah, as a couple, they for sure didn't know what they was That's doing. That's what I'm talking about. Now, that, that did affect us, but not in the ways that people would think it affected us. It affected us seeing it and seeing them argue and whatever else and go through whatever they was going through and having us relay messages to each other. Like we looked at it and was like, yeah, if I get married, that's a big if I'm not going to go back and forth like this through my kid or I'm not going, you know, like argue like this in front of my kid or show any of these negative emotions or anything like that. Like granted, they didn't talk about it like they the opposite each, they didn't dog each other out yeah not in front of us anyway yeah like not to us or not in front of us but they would always be like hey tell your mama they showed just daddy, enough to let you know yeah something was going on it was enough to know what was going on and then a lot of times we knew what was going on because they would argue so loud that like we heard everything so it wasn't <laughs> no secret you know what i mean mm-hmm. like so you said something that's kind of new to me Seeing your parents as a child made you not want to get married as an adult? Like for when, the, like when you time, were a child? Yeah, for a long time, I didn't. I used to always say, I'm never getting married. When did your mind change? As hey. a teenager or like as an adult? Nah, so uh, probably, I was probably like sophomore, junior in high school. That's mm. when I really just started to like really process it and actually think it out. Is it because you did that on your own or because you were kind of seeing some not toxic relationships i mean i've seen a lot of you know normal relationships but my parents in particular made me just not want to get married i was like if 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 being married is like this i don't want it but i mean you can have it when your mind changed (laughs) when your mind started to open up on on the topic was that because closer people to you were like your like your aunt aunt was getting married at that time no, nah, she had just gotten a relationship around that time, which well, was which was good, but it was more so of like the mentors that I, that I had, yeah, like the people okay. that were close to me that would, you know, I would chop it up to go and confide in and, you know, all that good stuff. They were all like married and I could talk to both spouses. So they just brought like new perspectives to me. And yeah, I thought about it like that. If y'all listened to the first episode, then you heard me say, you know, we can take a shot beforehand. This man has had a glass in his hand this whole time. Chill. It's only been a shot in here and it's straight. Because so. he's nervous. That's a shot right there. That's not where you started. Where did I start Up here. That wasn't, it was not way up there. It was somewhere. It was more than a shot. It was like right here. So moving on to lighter things. Yeah, 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 yeah. I have, uh, I guess, kind of a game for you. It's just some questions. So you got to answer the first thing that comes to your mind. Rapid fire. Or not rapid fire. Like you can think about it, but just don't think about it too, too long. long. Right. So what brings you the most joy? My daughter. Who is your celebrity crush? 
Holy. Neilong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Last show you binged watched? Um, The Upshaws. And what are you most proud of yourself for? For overcoming a lot of negative in my life and turning it into positive. What's the positive in your life? Like what, positive, what are things in your life that you see as positive? So the positive is just me really doing a lot of the things that I'm able to do that I thought that like, shit, I might not make it to be able to do these things. Such as? Like as far as just every day getting up, going to work or being able to take care of my family and then being a good dad. So, Okay. That was it. That was lighter, lighter questions just to sprinkle, to in, sprinkle in some get to know you for the people listening. Quick listener BS uh, segment. Last time we did the dating, dating experiences, and I got some pretty good feedback on that. Everyone, for the most part, loved it. Um, this week, it was much lighter, so asked, um, what has something that has happened recently that has made you just say, this is some bullshit? So you want to go first? Ooh. What's something that has happened lately that has... <laughs> just really just rubbed you the wrong way just be little stuff that people would do you know in my in my job that'll rub me the wrong way and it'd be like yeah y'all know some bullshit so i can't give you a specific story but i was gonna say the same mine has to do with work yeah mine just, for sure gotta they, do be, with work. they be really testing me at work sometimes they always not, try to not, test my gangster not my co-workers though It'd be my coworkers. I'd be ready to punch the fuck. <laughs> what am I supposed to say? Could I say the F word? Yes. Okay. All right. I'm sorry. Okay. So going to the ones that were DM to me, someone said that my husband can make more in three days than I can in a month. Hashtag blessed but pissed. <laughs> Don't be a hater all your life. Let him be whatever you want. Your husband can make more in three days. And then you can't end up. Why are you working, girl? You should be a housewife. No, do not listen. To that. <laughs> that is some BS. <laughs> Just kidding. Do you? Another one says, tore my Achilles and now have a six month recovery to get back to somewhat normal. LOL. Man. Tragic. That is not LOL. Man, that's not no LOL. It's a long recovery to it. That sucks. But it do. That, that is some BS. That, uh, Holds you back from doing even like the simplest things that most people probably don't even think about. Okay, this one's my favorite. Paying bills. LMAO. LMAO. That is some bullshit. That shit, that shit ghetto for real. Paying bills ghetto. Do not recommend. Be a kid all your life. Facts. Lord. I'm grateful for it though. It shows the growth. You're grateful for having tables? I guess yeah. I am. I mean, okay, Mr. If, positive. If not, you're going to be a bum. All right, well, any last minute words? What? I was trying to, yeah, it's all right. It's all right. What do you want to say? Nah. Say it. Nah, because you can't put that on your podcast. Why? Because. Okay. You said when is, when is air? On Tuesday. All right, this is DJ E. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Come on in here to This Is Some Bullshit Podcast. We air on Tuesdays at midnight. So bring your ass on over here.
I don't air at midnight. What I time you I air? Don't air on anything. All right, well, we're, we're, whenever <laughs> that shit drop, radio. you know, it drop Tuesday at midnight. Come on over here and get this game. I just said not at midnight. This is I ain't. Did I say midnight? Yes. Damn. <laughs> edit that out. Anyways, thank y'all for listening this long. Um, like always, send me your feedback. I love to hear it. And be sure to leave me a review wherever you're listening at the podcast, Spotify, Pandora, wherever. And um, see y'all next week. We out.